Hi everyone, and welcome back to Seldom Make History. My name is Hannah, and today we're going to be discussing some more American history. This one is going to be rather old, and I want to leave a small disclaimer. This is Native American history. It's the story of Pocahontas, and the disclaimer is it does deal with themes that are distressing as assaults and whatnot. And also, I tried really hard with pronunciations. I used Google, I read it multiple times, but if it is not correct, I do apologize. But now that's out of our way, let's begin. So Pocahontas was born in 1597 to parents Wasakuna and his wife. She was also named Pocahontas. Sadly, she died giving birth to little Pocahontas. I did read her biography that Pocahontas wasn't her name as a child. She was actually called Matoka, which means flower between two streams. But due to her father's love of his wife, he called his daughter Pocahontas since she resembled her so much. Pocahontas was raised by other women in the tribe and was well-loved. After she was old enough, she went to live with her father at the capital of Romacomo, where she was watched over and loved deeply by her father and his wives. It's believed Pocahontas was about 10 years old when the English colonists came in 1607, and Captain John Smith was 27 years old when he arrived to the quote-unquote New World. There was really not a lot in Pocahontas' childhood, so that is the bare bones of what I could gather. So, the Englishmen called Pocahontas' father Chief Powhatan, or just Powhatan, and that they had no idea his name was Wasakuna, and Powhatan was just a symbol of his position as the chief of the Powhatan tribe, or people. It's usually regarded as fact that the Native Americans had no idea that the colonists arrived to their new home, but according to her biography, I used some for the resource, it's believed they actually did know, and when they arrived, the, the tribe wanted to have friendly trade with them. Roughly six months later, during the winter of 1607, Smith went with some other men to explore the territory. Powhatan warriors were in the same place, and a skirmish took place of Smith being taken captive by the Powhatan warriors. So he was taken to a different Powhatan village to show them that he was just a man, since they were frightened of the English guns. After that, they took him to the capital, Wormacomo, to meet with Wasakona. Pocahontas was living there at the time, but it's unknown if she knew that Smith was there. During Smith's meeting with, the, with Wasakona, he asked Smith why he had come, and Smith said they had come to escape the Spanish, but we know that's a lie. They came for gold and to colonize the country. So here's where the truth is and not the beloved Disney version. And no hate to the Disney version. I actually genuinely love that, but it's very, 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 very not accurate. <laughs> so here it is. So, Pocahontas' father actually really liked Smith in the beginning. He offered Smith the position as the War Maconis of the English, which was like the leader of the English. Again, apologies if I did not pronounce that correctly. Although Smith allegedly years later that Pocahontas saved his life during his four-day ceremony process of becoming said chief, his life was never in danger, and the other thing was children were not allowed to attend that type of ceremony. It was adults only. The other common misconception was that Pocahontas was able to go to Jamestown whenever she pleased, however she pleased. She couldn't, actually, as it was a very long trip. But she did go in the winter. Pocahontas' father sent food to the English, and as a symbol of peace, he sent Pocahontas with the warriors. And that was a long trip, obviously. They had to go by boat, and then you had to walk nine miles. Very long trip. But as she was a symbol of peace, she would often go there, and Pocahontas was a very smart child, and she picked up English, and it might be possible that she helped communicate with the English, though we don't know that for fact. Trade and relationships, trade and relationships began to grow tense, though, throughout the years, as the English, as we know, wanted more and more land and more food from the Palatine, and the English were 
When they didn't get that, they were horrible, is the really only way to put it. The English were monsters, raiding villages, assaulting women and children, and just being terrible. During this tense time, Pocahontas became a young woman, and she was married to one of her father's greatest warriors named Cocoam, and they lived in Warmacomo, and she soon became pregnant. And that was in 1609. But the English were not being kind neighbors, obviously, and the priest in Palatine's capital heard that the English wanted to kidnap Pocahontas. Because, well, she's a symbol of peace, she was very close to her father, and if the English kidnapped her, her father would have no choice but to ransom, and they could use her as leverage. Which is shitty, but it's true. So due to this threat, her father thought it would be a good idea if she and her husband went away to live in a village where Kokom grew up. And Pocahontas' father was very close to the chief who lived there, and it was a great idea, and they could help conceal her whereabouts. While living there, at around 15 or 16 years old, Pocahontas gave birth to her son, who was called Little Kokuwam. But the English had spies throughout the territory, and one such spy was living in the Potomac area. The same place, or at very least, very close to the place where Pocahontas lived. Details were hard to get. Anyway, acting under the guise of wanting to learn the language, they came. And this one such man was named Captain Samuel Argyll. He arrived in the colony in 1612, and he was looking for Pocahontas. To capture her at all costs, and here's the reason why. Argyll wanted to make the colony successful, and they cannot be successful if they had no land. So he wanted to kidnap Pocahontas because he believed that it would stop her father from attacking the colonists, as they knew he loved her deeply and wouldn't hurt her. It's kind of, obviously, implied why her father would attack the colon- her father's men would attack the colonists. If people were killing your beloved ones and your family, wouldn't you want to protect them? <sighs> so when Argo arrived to the village, he demanded the leader of that village, his name was Japasa. he demanded that Pocahontas be brought on board a ship. At the same time, Japasa sent a message to, to Pocahontas' father informing him on what was going on. After a long meeting, they agreed that for the safety of the tribe, he had no choice but to submit to Argo's demands. But at the same time, they would bargain for her release and return her back to them after she had seen the ship. They also demanded that none of the men who came with the, with the captain were to remain with the men, and Pocahontas would go with Jasper's wife. And this does, there's a misconception, again, that he sold her out, essentially, it was what this is. But he was between a rock and a hard place. He loved Pocahontas, and he wanted to be loyal, but he also had his own people to think about and take care of. And Samuel promised to return her, and that he would not harm her. He also sent his wife with Pocahontas, so he obviously thought it was semi-safe if another woman went with him. Unfortunately, he was mistaken. After these quote-unquote arrangements, and I'm making air quotes around arrangement, the men stayed with Jaspazar, and Pocahontas and Jaspazar's wife went with them, but Pocahontas stepped foot on the ship. Argo broke his word and would not let her leave. He had kidnapped her. Her father at once offered ransom money for his daughter as he feared an attack would only put Pocahontas at risk. And here's this really crappy thing that was done. So after Argo took her, before he set sail, he gave Japazar a copper pot, which was like, basically, here, I gave you this, you give me her. It's a good deal, right? You sold her out. And this myth, I'm not sure how prevalent it is now, but in my research, it was quite prevalent, and it was in a lot of online articles about Pocahontas, which is very, very, very unfortunate. I only learned that they didn't do that from my research and her biography, which I'm going to say because it was super, super good, and it's called The True Story of Pocahontas, The Other Side of History. 
I will leave a link to it on my Instagram so you all can read it. It was very informative and a very good but sad read. Anyway, after Argo took her, his men killed Pocahontas' husband, Coquan, but her son was saved as he was with another woman at the time. Instead of meeting with her father with the ransom which her father had ready and was willing to give her back to, Argo sailed back to Jamestown and refused to give Pocahontas back. And Pocahontas must have been so scared. Imagine being only 16 years old and taken captive, separated from your child, unable to see your father, and your husband is murdered. And when I say imagine, I don't mean to sound like I'm making a play at what is going or it's a very like, oh, this is what happened. It's a terrible thing to have happened and it's a terrible history and I don't want that thought glossed over just because this is a story, essentially. I don't want that glossed over. So in captivity, she was forced to convert to Christianity and learn the English language and English manners. They wanted to civilize her, as they saw the Palatine people as, quote, savages and pagans, end quote. They also attempted to basically brainwash her, telling her that her father didn't care, didn't love her, and wouldn't come for her, which is, I have no words for it. They staged a fake ransom as well to prove to her that her father didn't want her, which we know is a lie, but still, they did that. Shortly after that staged ransom, Pocahontas was converted to Christianity and was baptized and she was given the name Rebecca, but it's hard to know if she ever truly believed in it or if it was just a way to survive. Also, many scholars state that she turned her back on her people, embracing the English instead. She is not here to speak for herself, of course, but I highly doubt she would do that. During her time in Jamestown, Pocahontas became depressed and withdrawn and it got so bad that her captors actually sent a message to her father that he should send one of her sisters to visit her. Her father sent her older sister, Manit... Masha Anna to comfort her as they were very close and she acted like a second mother to Pocahontas growing up. When she arrived in Jamestown with her husband, Pocahontas confided in her sister that she had been raped. According to her biography, rape was virtually unheard of in a Palatine society. If there ever was one, the person responsible was banished from the tribe. While her sister was with Pocahontas, she told her she believed she was pregnant during this time and she was kept with a man called Reverend Alexander Waco in Harinko, a plantation located near present-day Richmond. By the spring of 1614, to recap, she had been converted to Christianity, had been baptized, just given birth to a son called Thomas, and married a man named John Roth. It isn't known who the actual father of Thomas is. It seems they married to show that the child wasn't conceived by anyone but her quote-unquote husband, but simply to cover up their, their own crimes, which is much more likely. Her father did give permission to the marriage, but like Pocahontas, his hands were tied. So it begs to answer the question, did he ever truly consent to it? Also, if there was true peace with this marriage, and again with the air quotes, why would he, her father not attend? That's because there wasn't any. She's been kidnapped and assaulted, and we dare to this frickin' day insinuate that it was all okay. And that just, ugh, it boils my blood. During 1616, the colony had a deadline. They had to make the Virginia Company profitable or else they'd be SOL. And John Roth for years had been unsuccessful at growing the cash crop tobacco, and they hadn't found any gold, so they had to turn to farming, and the natives knew how to produce it. So there was his motive to marry Pocahontas. She was the beloved daughter of the chief, and her father was close to the priest who cured the, who cured the tobacco. So in his eyes, all he had to do was get close to them. And they did show him, and John became successful. In the spring of that same year, 1616, a ship called the Treasurer was, sent to set, was set to set sail to London. And on that ship was John Roth, Pocahontas, her son Thomas, and her sister, Matiana, and her husband, Utamakimakin. And of course, a couple of Palatine priests disguised as warriors. Once they got to London, their tobacco proved it was far better than the Spanish tobacco, and thus the Virginia Company was a success. So re-enfranchising the colony would be much easier now. We have to acknowledge that the whole reason that it was successful was by the Powhatan and Pocahontas and her father's bond, 
and what they had hoped to produce friendly relationships quickly soured by the English colonists and less greed. More settlers arrived, taking more and more land by force and killing those who opposed them. Back in England, the colonists wanted to show Pocahontas off to the King and Queen of England. They also wanted to show her to the Church of England as well, to show that all relations were fine and dandy. Because they knew that some in England would be appalled by the actual treatment and investments would stop. But by showing and saying that all was well, they were justified in taking more land. I don't know when Pocahontas realized what they were doing to her, but she quickly learned it, that she was simply being used and treated as a showpiece for the company. She also met John Smith again in England, and she scolded him for his treatment and de- deception of her and her people. She was not a slighted lover, as the popular stories wanted to show, but she was a young woman deeply hurt and enraged at how he had treated them, and, how he, and she told all this to him in perfect English. After this, arrangements were made to return to Virginia in the spring of 1617, but when they got on board before they even were out to sea, Pocahontas became suddenly and violently ill. She told her sister she didn't feel well, and when her sister tried to care for her, Pocahontas began to convulse, and when her sister ran to get John Roth, upon their return, she had died. They quickly disembarked at Gravesend, and she was buried there, and her son was given... Excuse me. And her son was given to the clergy until John's relatives could keep him. And John Roth quickly set sail to Virginia. That is the account in her biography I read. Other sources claim it was tuberculosis or perhaps dysentery, but poison honestly seems the most likely, as she was fine and then only a few hours later or less, she died. And honestly, I have no words after that. Sadly, within a year, her father died in 1618, with many saying he died of a broken heart as he wasn't able to save his daughter nor bring her body home. Pocahontas herself wasn't even 21 years old when she died. She'd bur- she's buried in St. George's Church in Gravesend, England. Church records give the date of burial as March 21st, 1617. Her remains still to this day have not been returned to Virginia as her, bio- as her biography states. And that is Pocahontas' story of how I could piece it together. A, honestly, a tragic tale. A trag- and very tragic and very sad reminder of U.S. history and how the U.S. kind of became how it is today, it wouldn't have been possible to become said company if the natives did not help, but it also shows how freaking terrible the English were. And I think it's an important reminder to just remember that and also to look at different accounts. This was a very hard story for me to write. I didn't know how to do it and I wanted to give it justice but I tried my best. My favorite thing was actually reading her biography, which was The True Story of Pocahontas, The Other Side of History. I will leave that in this post. I will also leave a picture of it. It is written by her now present day people, and it was a very, very good source, and I highly recommend it. But that is it for me today. Again, find all the sources, everything I used on my Instagram at History. And I will hopefully see you guys soon.